Welcome to another episode of Where the Fuck Are the Popcorn Bags, the podcast where we review a movie, but not before we give you our expectations and then go watch it while we eat some snacks and get a little high. I am the one and only Mantis Toboggan, and Brianna is in a Japanese Nambla ring while she sells kids to sex trafficker Eric Surf Six. You just outed me as a human trafficker? Yes. And I'm Brianna, and I do not condone fucking human trafficking. You sicko. <laughs> And today we'll be watching Black Bear. Black Bear is a dramedy thriller written and directed by Lawrence Michael Levine and stars Aubrey Plaza, some lady from Letterkenny, and some dude from Girls. But before we get into the movie of the night, however, Brianna and I are going to give you our expectations and discuss some things we learned about it while lazily scanning the internet. Before we get into the show, though, I just want to mention that Brianna and I put out a video on YouTube today. It is the segment formerly known as Trailer Talk that was born on this podcast, uh, but now it has visuals. And so it's about a 25-minute long video you can find on YouTube, and it's us just reacting to about seven trailers. So the link is in the description below. Go check us out. And if you enjoy what you see, let us know. And if you don't, don't subscribe to our OnlyFans because that's all it is. Except with cum. Brianna, let's Ew. get into let's get into the show. <laughs> Tidbits. You never know what you're going to get. Black Bear, okay, produced by Aubrey Plaza herself. Was it? It was. It was written by Larry Levin, specifically for Aubrey Plaza. Larry Levine. Larry Levine. We don't know. Errol Levine's brother. We don't know for sure. It could be Levin. Well, they met on a they met on set of a TV show that they were both working on. So, like, this is Aubrey Plaza's last stand for me. If if I walk away from this being like, oh, okay, this was this was pretty good, then I'll give her another chance moving forward. But if she just underwhelms one more time, I'm I'm out. I'm washing my hands. I was always a big fan of April Lovegate, but mm, you can only do so much for me. Larry wrote this movie, went to Aubrey <laughs> Plaza, and was like, hey, please, please make this. Would you like to make this? I really like it. I have three things. He sa- He said, I have three things. I knew that I wanted it to be something simple. So that it wouldn't cost a lot of money to do, and we'd have a chance of raising money to make it. Great start. Yeah, he said, I knew I was looking at a small cast, one location, but I didn't really have any ideas what to do. Awesome. You didn't have any ideas. Cool. He's like, in fact, I was writing an entirely different script, and then one night, I had this dream, and he said, I don't remember exactly what happened in it, but it was similar to what happens in the first part of Black Bear. And that was the kind of jumping off point for this film. So this guy was writing an entirely different movie. And then was like, oh, I had a dream at Aubrey Plaza. We have to change the movie. And she was like, she was like super intimidated by the role because she said that he, uh, the writing in the script is kind of, um, uh, kind of hyperbolic. And in reality, writing like that can only take place when someone like Aubrey Plaza agrees to both star and produce a movie. Like as a writer, as a writer, how can you just like write things hyperbolically in a script and people will be like okay yeah that's all you can't write things like and then the best movie in the world occurs in front of you or and then she gives you the craziest face you've ever seen like i guess that's how we wrote the movie aubrey plaza said wow this sounds like really stimulating i can't wait to watch it says (laughs) no one It, it, it it premiered at sundance this year principal photography took place from july to august 2019 in the Adirondack Mountains. So it was shot on site in the Adirondack Mountains. So I'm I'm hoping it's going to be really pretty. It looks really pretty. There's there's like shots on a lake and stuff and a cool 
mountain house and and that looked really cool. To be honest with you though, Brianna, I don't know how much, you know, which, how much could we expect out of Aubrey Plaza? Like she, she was great as April Ludgate, but no one ever said she was some amazing actress. She, she could very well do great in this role, but I, I, I'm just saying like, she was a page at 30 Rock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she was a page there and then she auditioned for Parks and Rec and got the job. Like that's, it's awesome. It's an awesome story, but I don't, I, I think people, uh, I don't, I feel like we don't have to expect too much from her, right? Well, I really love Aubrey Plaza. She was in Criminal Minds. I think I've mentioned this before. I've definitely mentioned it before because I was like hot on Criminal Minds for a really long time. She was great in that. She was like a reoccurring guest, but she slapped on that. And I love her in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Like she was funny. She was really funny. And I enjoyed that whole movie. And I was just like, I think I might like Aubrey Plaza. And then we saw, what was that movie? Beverly Loughlin. An Evening with Beverly Loughlin. And then I was like, whoa, that just killed my boner. And um, so now she's really at the bottom of my list. And I don't even know if there's going to be any like a little jumps in my pants about this movie. But I heard there are some boobies. Spoiler. Ooh. Boobies, maybe. Maybe some boobies, maybe some buns. I don't know. Well, at the time of this recording, it has a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb based on 2100 reviews. And it has an 88% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes based on 97 reviews. And a 67% audience score based on 76 reviews. And it has a 79% on Metacritic. Metacritic is always either way too high or way too low, though. I gotta say, doing all these reviews lately, IMDb seems to be the one that that is pretty even with my my taste. It seems to be the, the right on. Sometimes Rotten Tomatoes can be a little crazy, too. Well, sometimes Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have enough reviews, and so that's why sometimes it's either really high or really low. And it's a little deceiving. Yes, 100%. It is, it is very deceiving. Uh, Aubrey Plaza herself said, you have to watch it more than once because it could really go either way. Okay, well, honey, I can only rent it once, so. <laughs> that doesn't make me excited for it. Oh, I just want to say that I'm really sad, guys, because I wanted to watch Nomadland, but it's not even fucking out. It's not, it's not coming out until fucking February. It's just in theaters for like a week in like three theaters. I'm so sad. Such a bummer. And those three theaters definitely aren't in Boston. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and this movie's also supposed to be a mindfuck, but I feel like any movie that specifically wants to do that rarely achieves its goals. The only tidbit I found was that was sort of stimulating was that there's actually a black bear in the film. I saw that. In Ursus Americanus. Yeah, big old black bear. I like it. I like it. Ooh. The more I researched this movie, the more I was like, holy fuck, this might suck. The more I researched the movie, the more I was just like, oh, I can't wait. I, <laughs> I just, when, when Aubrey Plaza, like when the, the producer and the stars, like, you're going to have to watch it more than once to get it. I'm like, oh, God, what are you trying to what are you trying to say to me here, dude? Well, uh, am I am I going to hate it? Am I, I can only I can't hate it if I've only seen it once. We'll see you know, about something about Black Bear doesn't scream like Inception to me. Like I had to watch Inception three times and I'm still not really sure what's going on. And I've read everything about it. But Blackberry doesn't give me those vibes. You were also a little confused by Hubie Halloween, so that's not saying much. Exactly, but Hubie Halloween <laughs> was kind of uh, confusing. But it will probably still be better it, than Blackberry. Yes, no, it'll definitely be better than Blackberry. Adam Sandler actually interviewed Aubrey Plaza about Blackberry. I read a whole, I read a whole transcript of the interview. It was, it was pretty funny actually, because Adam Sandler's great and Aubrey Plaza's funny. We're being honest, one hundred percent. 
But my expectations for this film, Brianna, right now are lukewarm. It looks really cool, like the look of the film. And I th- I hope there's a threesome in it. I, f- I thought it was about threesomes at first, but I could be totally wrong. It's definitely not about, like, not not about threesomes. I'll give you that upon my research. Okay. All right. Titties. <laughs> what are your expectations? My expectations that it will definitely not be anything like last week's movie, in which I loved, and I would watch that again. But, you know, Sound of Metal versus Black Bear. I heard that Black Bear just, like, kind of got shushed a little bit at Sundance, and they were like, yeah, it was fine, but it was no other movie that came out at Sundance as well. So my expectations are pretty low. They're, like, on a scale of one to I'm gonna hate it. It's probably a four. Maybe a six. (laughs) Jeez. Do you want to give me the synopsis while I pack my bunk? Yeah, I actually found a good one because the other one I couldn't pronounce a word in it and I didn't feel like researching how to figure out how to pronounce the word. So, are you ready? Are you ready for this Ursus Americanus? Yeah, go for it. A filmmaker plays a calculated game of desire and jealousy in pursuit of a work of art that blurs the boundaries between autobiography and invention. This sounds like horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody pack up your bongs and your vapes and your snacks and let's get to it. Well, that movie was, was, Brianna was on hinge during the movie. (laughs) That's where we're at. That's. You were sending me things on Twitter. So don't come at me and say Brianna was on hinge. Larry Levine's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Whoever Larry Levine is, if I ever fucking meet him, he's probably... I mean, I've seen pictures of him, and I don't want to ju- jump book by its cover, but, like, <laughs> if the shoe fits, man. Uh, uh, yeah. He looks like uh, he looks like my germs from Scary Movie 2. <laughs> <laughs> what were your first thoughts 15 minutes in? When is this fucking movie over? <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. It does a good job of making you uncomfortable. Yeah. It gave me, like, some creepy crawlies. The dialogue is just... The dialogue was not... Like, the vibes were... The vibes were set. Like, that's that definitely came across. But the dialogue was... I would have loved to see the actual script from Larry Levine. Because, to me, in my mind, it was just, like... There's a story of three people. And there's a weird love triangle. And just go with it, guys. Just take it and go with it. And that's like what it felt like. It was so weird. Aubrey Plaza cries. Oh, she ugly cries so bad. In in the script, though, I mean, like, in the script, it was probably like, Aubrey Plaza cries. Aubrey Plaza cries harder. <laughs> she cried Aubrey a Plaza lot. cries uglier. <laughs> Ugly. She cried a lot in this movie. I, the acting was really good. I'm not going to take away anything from that, regardless of how I feel about the movie or how I talk about it moving forward. She was really good in this. Yeah, she was good. Her acting was fantastic. I thought the other two, the dude from Girls, I don't know his name, and, and uh, Sarah Gaydon, I think the girl from Letterkenny, she was really good too. The acting was was really good. That that really set the tone. But a movie isn't just about tone. I'm not sitting there to watch it just feel the tone. The, the movie as a whole was just not great. Like it wasn't... I thought it was supposed to be a thriller. Well, I I wasn't very thrilled that I had to watch the whole thing. Um, you just you just keep waiting to be interested, I feel like. It was, it was like one big setup. There were so many bits that were just set up that they didn't 
What was up with the coffee thing? I don't know, but there was like there was like fifty minutes of just like what is going on? This movie's giving me a headache from all the fucking bitching in it. And then I guess like the coffee and like the oh are we in the spoiler zone or the spoiler free zone? No, yeah. no, just we're in the spoiler free zone. Uh, you don't you don't have to worry about spoilers right now, anybody. Uh, the coffee the, co- <laughs> the coffee's really not like a spoiler thing. There was just like there was a solid like eight times we saw someone spill a coffee, and I I guess I'm just not bright enough or deep enough to understand the nuances of that. But I was I was just like, well, what is this all amounting towards? Like maybe maybe spilled coffee means something in a in a symbolic sense. Like how like when cats are staring at things like the wall they're actually staring at ghosts like it was just sort of like one of those like why do they keep spilling coffee is this something like that we is this a twitter thing we missed out on like what's what's this <laughs> yeah um i don't know aubrey plaza fucks a bear at the end like that's something that, <laughs> that's something that <laughs> that's something that happens the it, um and then she hollows it out and just lives in it <laughs> The, the the movie is you watch the same movie twice pretty much once again not a spoiler but like once you get there you, you'll you'll be like oh there it is um i just like i don't have a lot of like i don't have a lot of like feelings about it it it, it made me feel like a little spooky at times but it wasn't like a oh what's gonna happen next kind of movie it made me very shaky i'm like shaky <laughs> Once again, the acting was really good. Not Oscar-worthy acting, but Aubrey Plaza definitely proved to me that, like, she's not just April Ludgate, because she fucking, she fucking turned it on. I mean, I've never seen Parks and Rec, but you talk about April Ludgate like she's the fucking goat, so, yeah, I could see that, and, um... It was a lot of emotion that I didn't think that she would be able to convey. I think we've got one more in her in us for Aubrey Plaza. I fucking hate the people I live with. Ooh, um, the, the silly billies are back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed the acting. I liked Christopher Abbott, but I love Christopher Abbott. Like, right when he first came on That's screen, I was like, oh, girl, like, whap. <laughs> whap city. And then the the girl from Letterkenny, I've never watched Letterkenny, but I heard it's, like, really good. And she kind of just had this, like, look about her. Like, she was from, like, the 20s, and she was supposed to be wearing, like, a flapper dress. And it was kind of confusing to me the whole time. And, like, that's all I could picture when I stared at her. And so it was just really hard for me to get past that. But, um, Aubrey Plaza did knock it out of the park. She had some really good ugly crying, and I can tell you, I've ugly cried before. And she, it was pretty accurate. Yeah, she had some really good ugly ugly crying. It made you really believe it. And when she was doing that, doing that acting... Uh, we'll, we'll call it at this point because um, we're not in the spoiler zone yet. When she was do- when she was acting that way, I was like, "Oh shit, this is this. I'm into this." That those are the points I was into. Aubrey Plaza did a good job, um, and I think that she proved if she was trying to prove that she's not just a one trick pony. I think that she she proved it. Brianna, how many popcorn bags are you giving it? Out of fifty popcorn bags, I would give it like an eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, all right. That's... Eighteen out of fifty. And would you recommend it? No. Yeah. Okay. That that's that's pretty much what I was a twenty three out of fifty, just because the okay. the acting was really good. I was ho- I was kind of hoping that ending would save it a little bit, but no such luck in in a lot of regards. And I would not I would not recommend it. I'm um I'm pleased with myself that I saw the movie and I watched the entire thing because I did want to shut that off multiple times. Um, yeah, it was boring, y'all. <laughs> but overall, you know, uh, 
the ending scene was good, but the actual, like, the last minute ending was like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should say overall it was, like, b- like boring in the sense that there were parts that you were going, oh, wow, what's going on? But then most of the time you were like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, Brianna. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready for it. Everybody, from here on out, you're in the spoiler <laughs> zone. <laughs> The spoiler zone. Yeah, shit, I'm gonna come in the spoiler zone, bro. What? Alright, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was a little over the top. I'm sorry. That's the second time you've referenced that. What? Coming in the spoiler zone? Stop. You shouldn't do that in the spoiler zone. This is a nice, clean, like, bodily fluid-free zone. Maybe a little drool. Brianna, what was your favorite part or least favorite parts? Um, uh, my favorite part, again, as usual, was when it ended. And <laughs> that's um... a theme that's a theme here. <laughs> It's kind of my thing. Um, I liked the acting in it. There wasn't really like a favorite part in particular for me because the whole movie was just like cringe. But um, the acting was really good. I liked the the Adirondack, Adir, ooh, ooh, the Adirondack. <laughs> I liked the cabin that was in the woods in New York. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, my favorite part was... Oh, yeah, just cut me right off. It's well, fine. I'm gonna, well, you didn't even mention the fact that... Uh, we forgot to mention this. We could have mentioned this in the spoiler-free zone. We could have mentioned this right off the bat, but... Brianna, I bet her pussy smells like spider shit. This is the line of all lines. I would love to know what spider shit smells like. <laughs> <laughs> One of the... Sarah Gaddon or was, was, was screaming... <laughs> With her pregnancy uh, uh, before she lost it. And she, she's like, What the fuck? She smells like spider shit. You go fuck her. It was funny that that's what she came up with in her moment of like fury and yelling at um, Aubrey Plaza's character. She's like, Your pussy, her pussy probably smells like spider shit. And then Aubrey Plaza later in the movie just comes in with the C word. She just calls the, the girl a C word. And you're just like, Okay, I like this. I like how I like how she geared up on that one. <laughs> it's cut. The c word is cut. Honestly, though, Aubrey Plaza creativity that for just throwing that out there that was like a a two. So <laughs> saying someone's pussy smells like spider shit that's that's an eleven. <laughs> that's a bravo. But thanks to Larry Levine, I guess that's just what he thinks about. My other favorite parts were um <sighs> that's really it. The bear, the the Ursus Americanus, you see it, you love it, and then uh, they take it and they make a rug out of it. I think they also made Aubrey Plaza's Merkin out of it. <laughs> that was one of my <laughs> least favorite parts. <laughs> the spoiler. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, you, the see, uh, you see Aubrey Plaza's puss weave on there, and it's like, woo. <laughs> <laughs> we're not puss weave shaming, we're just saying it's funny. It was funny because at first you were like, no, they're not going to show it. Like, it's just going to be like, a, oh, it's a mystery. And then yeah. all of a sudden they show it and you're like, ah! When they showed it, I was like, oh, I guess I, that, I sure it's pushy. definitely smells like spider shit. <laughs> it was fucking large ass funk chunk of fur on that beef. But yeah, that's probably <laughs> it for my, my favorite parts. Do you have any other favorite parts? Yeah, I got a, actually a little list here. Uh, the, one of them being that they clearly just rented an Airbnb to film this. Yeah, but now that like porns get shot in Airbnbs, like as a film crew, you have to like 
disclose that you're filming a movie in an Airbnb because imagine being the owner of that Airbnb and just seeing the debauchery going on in that. Mm. Not that you'd ever see Black Bear because normal people wouldn't see that movie, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The acting was really good. That was probably my favorite part of the whole movie was the acting. I really liked the look of the first half. You know what I mean? Like it had a it had a it had a good look to it. The movie did have a good look to it. And the second half of the movie was shot completely differently because they were the same story <laughs> but twice just shot again. The first half of the movie was shot like Halloween and you kept thinking something was going to pop out of the lake. <laughs> like the music was really suspenseful and I was like, "Oh no, Jason's coming back." <laughs> a lot of lake stuff. A lot of deep symbolism in this movie that you probably have to go back and once again like Aubrey Plaza said watch twice but that's just not something I'm going to do I don't want to go back and watch this movie twice that's the problem a it's a movie you have to watch twice maybe three times but you don't want to no it's not enjoyable in that sense no which it's not worth the headache which leads me to least favorite parts Brianna what what were some of yours (sighs) not really anything in particular it was Again, Brianna was confused. I don't really think I'm alone on that one, though. This movie no, was quite confusing. I was very and confused. I'm not ashamed to admit that. It was kind of like an ex- not an exciting, but like, I don't know. I felt like they really just built it up for me, and then they kind of just let me down. So I was just kind of let down by the whole thing. And sure, you know, I guess that's how movies are shot in Hollywood, but... I didn't like how they kind of, they just, it seemed like they kind of half-assed put together a movie. It, it seemed like it was obviously very low budget, and it really, I, I didn't like the fact that this dude wrote this movie just because he felt like he wanted to, he needed to write a movie. Like, he said that he had money saved up and he knew it was time to, to make a movie, but it seems like that the script didn't come from the heart, and re- that's really like the the true... That's really the true core of a of a good movie is if is if the everybody involved in making it is invested 100% completely emotionally and physically. Like I have no doubt that this guy put all all of his money and soul into this movie, but I don't I don't think that the idea should have come from a place of of like I just need to make a movie. Yeah, yeah, like if you're going to write a script it has to be has to be natural. Not 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 the not not the not that you can't write a script and have it be good based on an idea that you know you come up with on the fly. It's just that uh, I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna write a movie like this, you're gonna write an indie, you're gonna write something that you're gonna want to showcase at Sundance. I don't see how you can just write something to write it like it, it, it and just and just riddle it with symbolism. It's just it's kind of bullshit to be completely honest with you. I I I really think it's a bad take because you. You have to be, I don't know, you have to, you have to put your, your heart into it and you have to, you have to, to think about it. It should be near and dear to you. Like a lot, let's be honest with you. A lot of the best picture winners when it comes to writing is because the, the, the writer went up there and he put his art on paper and it's something that spoke to him and, and he really, he really wanted to give it a, a, you know, a soapbox. I just don't think that's what this was. There's a lot of people that want to make movies, and they probably have much better screenplays than you have. But you know what? You don't see them making it. You just kind of, like, fucking greedily decided to pull together a movie and just hope it turned out well. While there's other people, like, struggling to make movies, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I just kind of, like, threw it together because, I like, I know some people. Yeah, it's kind of insulting. 
And it was just like, all right, like, uh, okay, sure. And uh, we're going to get some some people that really no one knows about. I mean, other than Christopher Abbott. But, like, let's pull together Aubrey Plaza. We'll give her some JMO. She'll be fine. And we'll get this broad that just looks like any other milky Caucasian girl. And we'll get her. Great value Kristen Bell. Yeah, and then we'll also get, like, a bear. Because why not? Like, let's get crazy. Let's get a bear. Like, when Britney Spears brought a snake up on stage, like, everyone was like, oh, no, she's losing it. <laughs> I read an article where Abu Plaza was like, I had to fight for the bear. I didn't want it to be CGI. The bear was in it for fucking five seconds, and then she banged it, or whatever. <laughs> like, was she fucking... The, it ends... The way the movie ends, you're in the spoiler zone, spoiler alert, don't go see this movie so it doesn't fucking matter. She she walks towards the bear that's sitting outside the cabin, and then it just fades to black. After she sees... Christopher Abbott banging Sarah Gadden. But the way the first half of the movie ends is uh, Sarah Gadden finds Christopher Abbott banging Aubrey Plaza. It's like a mind Yeah, and she fucking knocks him on the head with a Buddhist yeah. so the movie, statue, and you're like, yeah, girl, get it. The movie is the same movie. The, the movie is two scenarios in a row, roles switched, with a little with a little more spice in the second second half. It doesn't make any sense, man. I'm sorry. I, you call me what you want, but I, I, I didn't fucking get it. I didn't fucking get what they were trying to get at. The first half ended weird. The second half, there was only two parts, too. Yeah, they had, like, the on the screen, like, part one and part two or, like, whatever, their chapters. I don't fucking know. I wasn't paying attention. Yep. But then it was just like, why? Why is it like that? All because fucking Larry Levine was like, this has been a dream of mine. Like, I really want to have, like napoleon dynamite like script writing on the front of it and it's like no that worked for napoleon dynamite which is a cinematic classic and black bear was trash napoleon dynamite didn't have an almost rape in it yeah there was like she Aubrey plaza like rapes a man yeah there's like there's like there's like woman on man rape in this trigger warning there's also trigger warning like child loss like in terms of like losing a pregnancy there's like all types of crazy stuff in this movie man you're like, what? You're like, half the time you're going, what? Well, there's like a woman that's pregnant and she's like heavily drinking too. So get your, oh get yeah, ready for that. get ready for your, get your pitchforks ready. There's also feminism shit talk, but it's supposed to be in yeah. jest. Like, you know, there's like a point to it. There was probably like a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a point about this. Like, listen, man, nobody's against women, dude. Like, I don't, I mean, there's, there is, but like, you don't have to layer it within your, your creepy bang movie. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think he should just make porn from now on. Yeah, we're going to leave it at that. Larry Levine should just go make porn from now on. A name like that? Like, that sounds like a porn director name. Don't go, don't go, don't give this movie a chance. Don't go watch it, but give Aubrey Plaza a chance. Why don't you just watch reruns of, like, Parks and Rec? That's how you can support her. <laughs> Brandon, did you watch anything else this week that was better than this? <laughs> I've watched better TikToks than this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I haven't really watched anything. I watched 90 Day Fiancé last night, and I've been flying through Justified, and it's almost over for me, and so now I'm really upset. Did you watch anything? You told me that you were going to watch a movie the other day, and I said, oh, cool, tell me what it is, and then you never did. Typical. Yeah, I did. I watched Hunt for the Wilder People, finally. It was so- Finally? Oh, it was so good. I fucking obviously loved it. Taika, YTT, once again, didn't- didn't disappoint. He's a very talented man. 
Uh, and my girlfriend, when we were watching it, she's like, we were going to watch something else beforehand. And she said, you only want to watch bad movies with me so you can talk about it on your podcast. Whoa. And I was like, whoa, shots fired. Okay. So, Those are fighting words. <laughs> so we watched Hunt for the Wilder People. And it was it was really, really good. And I love I love her. Shout out. Shout out you. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm not going to say her name because <laughs> on the podcast. You don't want to put her on blast. No. Gr- girlfriend Mantis. Shout out Girlfriend Mantis. <laughs> Lady Mantis. Lady Mantis. Shout out Lady Mantis. Um, headlines. Extra, extra. Read all about Coming it. out of Massachusetts is that we're going back to phase two, step two, or whatever. Who knows? But movie theaters, museums, aquariums are all closed. So you know what's going to happen? We're not going to see anything ever. My second headline. Oh, wait. Are movie, the- are movie theaters closed closed? Yeah, that's one of the things that closes. When does that start? Like Friday? They announced it today, but I don't know what that means. Like, you know, I don't know what Chuck's doing with uh, the government and all, but <laughs> whatever. Okay. Go. But second headline that Brianna has yeah. is people in Hollywood are quite upset about Warner Brothers releasing on HBO Max. Yep. Because of the whole, like, actors make money on the movies that are actually in the theaters. And since the theaters are not going to be premiering any of these, the poor little actors who just stand around and act all day aren't going to be making as much money. But, like, if you actually broke it down and you talked about how much money they made from the movie itself, I bet we wouldn't we wouldn't bitch about it. Oh, are you oh, little baby going to make only, like, $3 million instead of $10 million? Oh, no. Do you know how much I make as an essential worker in a grocery store? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Go complain. That's like when they put out that fucking Imagine All the People video. Suck my dick, <laughs> you fucking jabronis. You're- what do you... <laughs> Who the fuck do you, do you think have you people are talking to? <laughs> Jesus goddamn Christ. Oh my god. The fucking audacity with some Oh no, I'm gonna I'm not gonna make I'm only gonna make twenty million dollars with like fucking like sixty million dollars, bro. What? And they're all like traveling the world right now during a pandemic and it's just like, Oh um, yeah, we're all fucking sitting in our houses and you're sitting in like a beach in like Mexico. Yeah, suck my ass. Do you have any headlines? I'm gonna have to downsize <laughs> my house in the hills from 30,000 square feet to 20,000 square feet. What the fuck? Yeah, all right. Lick my dick hole, bro. <laughs> I got some Yeah, I got some good headlines. Smell my spider shit pussy. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some I've got some good headlines actually. I got a little list here I'll run down. Andy Samberg and John Mulaney are in the movie Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I don't know if they're playing Chip and Dale, but I know they're in the movie. And it's going to be a hybrid live action movie like Tom and Jerry. But I feel like it'll probably be put together a little better because it's Disney. So it's going to be Alvin and the Chipmunks. You, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Alvin and the Chipmunks or there's still going to be cartoon. I hope it's more Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin did and a good the Chipmunks were cartoons. They didn't have real chipmunks no, in it. No, no, no. I'm saying that like <laughs> CGI compared to you know how Tom and Jerry are going to be like 2D. Oh, characters? they're actually like cartoons. Yeah, I'm not sure which way it's going to okay. go, but we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm excited for that though, cause Chip 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 and Dale Rescue Rangers, Chip 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 and Dale, they no strangers. We we stand Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers around here. Uh, Do you know that my brother thought Chip and Dale was one of their names, and Chip and Dale was like the other person's name? <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> on a on a more uh, solemn note, rest rest in peace, Tiny Lister, aka Debo from Friday. 
he was a legend, man. That sucks. Rest in peace, him. Shout out to him. I think that happened like over a week ago. But also, I saw a first image about the first Buzz Lightyear movie played by Chris Evans. Did you see that? I saw it on his Instagram, but I never went and saw like the actual Disney announcement. But I was excited because I love Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, it's about it's the movie. It's a movie about the first Buzz Lightyear. Chris Evans voices it. I just saw a screenshot. And it's just the first, it's the first Buzz Lightyear model, like, looking up into some lights. And it looked really cool. I mean, Buzz Lightyear is fucking awesome. I'm old enough to know that Toy Story's lit, but only the first two. And... I liked all of them. Uh, Also, the world breathes a sigh of relief because Disney does not recast the Black Panther, which I think is the proper move. No one needs to fucking... Disney is so fucking hard in trouble that they just, you know, they can't make a mistake right now no they cannot fucking recast the black panther that would be blasphemy you know what another headline is that we forgot to mention is nomad land that we were gonna watch not watchable at home <laughs> not watchable at home yeah i i <laughs> lame as shit <laughs> and it's not gonna be watchable theaters <laughs> that's killing me still that was the best text message i could ever receive <laughs> No Nomad Land. Yeah, sorry. Can't watch Nomad Land. Not not out. Not not watchable. Uh, we've never been so hyped for a movie that we realized the day before or the day of <laughs> we, we couldn't, couldn't watch. watch. Sorry everybody. Thanks for thanks for listening. Uh we appreciate it. But that's all my headlines for the week, Brianna. Next week we'll be watching Fat Man. The story of Brianna. <laughs> Finally, we'll be watching because We've been saying we'll watch it, I feel like, for like the last three weeks. But we're actually watching it. Now we'll be releasing it on like a Christmas week, and that'll be a nice Christmas movie. I think it's going to be all right. Um, Walton Goggins, Mel Gibson, you know, kind of still out on him, but we'll see what happens. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you come to our Discord, come to our Twitter, Instagram, like, share. Check us out on YouTube, too. Yeah, hit us up on YouTube. What? Make sure to watch that video. It's like 27 minutes old. It's a good mealtime video. Just pop it on. You can watch us fucking complain about the trailers. You can finally see our beautiful little faces. Yeah, and they weren't great trailers, so what can you say? All right? I love you so much. Brianna, say goodbye. Bye. Peace. Bye, beans. Next week, you might see me on America's Most Wanted because I'm going to kill all my fucking roommates. Yeah, fuck them children. Bye.